0: behind the scenes of H-Town Sports. Turn this up. This is going to be crazy. It's on the sidelines with Tyler Fry. What's up? How are you? Episode three of the new podcast on the sidelines. My name is Tyler Fry, host of H-Town Live on KRBE 7 to Midnight. Episode one, we talked to Coach Casey, head coach of the Houston Texan Cheerleaders. Episode two, I was a little under the weather. And the Texans' schedule came out, and I gave you that. I think I, I said they're going to go nine and seven this year. And then episode three, let's talk about the Houston Astros and what you can expect if you head to a game at Minute Maid Park. I have been in Houston. This is I just signed a new deal to be here uh, longer, but I've been here over four years. I've been to a ton of Astros games, spring training, regular season, and playoff games, and it's been a blast. And if you've never been or you kind of don't know what to, to expect when you head to an Astros game. I'll, I'll get you all the key things, like where to, where to drink before the game, uh, where to eat inside Minute Maid Park, where to go after transportation, all that good stuff. I have to go on a rant really, really quick. There's a couple things that I feel strongly about. Pineapples don't belong on pizza. Dogs are way better than cats. And you should never, ever, under any circumstance, do the wave at a baseball game. It is stupid. It is childish, and I understand maybe like your kid's like, "Oh, Dad, I want to do the wave." You should tell your kid absolutely not. The wave should be banned in every single major league stadium. Like you know, if you get into the uh, area of play, like if you try to catch a foul ball and you land in the like the infield or the grass or the outfield, you're automatically kicked out. Like that's a rule. You can't touch the the field of play. And I feel like if you do the wave or start the wave. You should be automatically ejected and never allowed back in the Minute Maid Park. The wave is stupid. Can we stop doing the wave? Pay attention to the game. I would rather you bring beach balls, like at a concert. You know, like when people are throwing like beach balls in the air. Throw a beach ball in the air. Pass it around the stadium. Tap it around. Let's let's stop doing the wave. It's stupid. Sorry, but I had to get that off my chest because um, the wave happened recently, and like I ducked down underneath my seat. Like I didn't want to be. I didn't want to be shown on TV with my section doing the wave. It's embarrassing. Now that I got that out of the way, let's talk about fun stuff. Let's talk about uh, more entertaining things. Uh, let's start off, first off, transportation-wise, if you want to head to a game at Minute Maid Park, uh, if you live in the suburbs, you kind of got to drive. I mean, unless you want to take that, like, $60, $70 Uber. I'm lucky enough, I live inside the loop. I live about 10 minutes away from Minute Maid Park, so an Uber and Lyft for me is usually under, like, $10 to $12. It's simple. You can even take... Uh, the the Metro, they have a stop right outside Minute Maid Park. It's, what, a twenty five. But if you uh, live in the Burbs and you decide to drive, uh, be expected to pay for parking. The closer you get to Minute Maid Park, the stadium, the higher the prices will be. You could sometimes find street parking, but you got to get there early. And then the lots, blocks away from Minute Maid Park, are usually anywhere from like 20 25 And I've seen them up to like playoff games, like World Series. It was like $150 to park. It's not obviously that expensive during the regular season, but that's what I would suggest you take public transportation, whether it's an Uber, Lyft, taxi, Metro, take the bus. But I understand for for a lot of you, you live in the burbs, and you have to drive in, and that's fine. Just be prepared to spend a little bit of cash. So that covers the transportation, and then you're like, hey, Tyler, where should I go before the game? What are some good spots? What are some good bars? Lucky's, uh, that's always a good spot spot to, to check out. HTX Fan Tavern. Is a good spot. You got all those bars in Midtown; those are minutes away from Minute Maid Park. My my favorite is probably Little Woodrow's. Love their turtle races on Thursdays, by the way. Um, so yeah, I would highly suggest if you are planning on going to a game and you want to indulge in drinking that you should pregame beforehand because the prices inside Minute Maid Park for beers for for liquor are pretty expensive. Be prepared to spend twelve to fifteen dollars on a beer. And then uh I recent, and then I was at a, a game last year. Uh we were in um the sweet sweet area. And I bought around there were doubles of Tito's and soda, around four of them, ninety six dollars. You got a tip, so it was probably what, I think I spent like 110 bucks on four drinks. So that's why I highly suggest pregaming at a bar, like I mentioned, Lucky's HTX Fan Tavern. Now we covered transportation. We covered uh, pre-gaming. Now you get inside the ballpark, and you're like, where should I go? I'm hungry. I need to eat. I need to get something in my stomach so I don't pass out in the fourth inning. I will tell you this. They have specialty places to eat, like they have Shake Shack. They have Torchy's Tacos uh, behind the outfield. And then they just added a Plucker's Wing Bar. Now those are specialty foods, and the warning there is if you go, to try to get some of that food, you're gonna wait a while because everybody wants to get those specialty foods. So I've waited at, I made the rookie mistake, waited at Shake Shack, and I think it was like an inning and a half I waited in line. So be prepared to wait in line if you plan on going to those specialty shops. And I say just forget it, because we have Shake Shacks in Houston. Uh there's one on Kirby, one in Montrose, my area just opened up. We have Torchies Tacos, Shepard, Rice Village. There's other ones as well. And then we have Plucker's um closest one to Me is the one on Shepherd, so you can go to Pluckers, Torchies, tacos Shake Shack anytime you like. You don't need to go inside Minute Maid Park because it's just gonna you're gonna waste time. I would suggest just go on the the easy route, get a hot dog, get some nachos. Those are like ballpark food. Honestly, there's nothing better than a ballpark hot dog. I I can eat. Uh, They do the dollar dog days on Tuesdays, and I can never go to those because those are on Tuesday nights, and I got the show on Tuesday night, and they won't. And if they have a day game, they don't honor the dollar dog. So, Reed Ryan, can we change that? Because I could probably eat about five or six dollar dogs, to be honest. And if you want a little variety, they got those, like, nacho stands all around the bar park. Uh, I even, like, sweet-wise, you know, you got your cotton candy. Even, they even sell pints of Bluebell ice cream. I saw that when I went there the other weekend. Somebody came into the stands with a pint A bluebell. I'm like, what did you bring it in? Did you bring this in from HEB? So that covers transportation, pre-gaming, food inside Minute Maid Park. Now, where's the best ticket in the ballpark? I've sat everywhere in that ballpark. I've sat in the upper decks. I've been in the suites. I've been close to uh, the field on the first base and third base side. I've been in the Crawford boxes. And probably my favorite is the Crawford boxes. Because I feel like it's a little tiny family out there. Like during a playoff game last year, there's a guy in the Crawford boxes that bought his whole section around a beer. Now, that's a guy I want to sit next to and hang out with at a ball game. It fits my style. It's more kind of a party atmosphere. Obviously, Minute Maid Park isn't like, really, it's not like Girls Gone Wild, like Wrigley Field where the Cubs go. It's more family friendly. But if you want to have a, a little better time, uh, the Crawford boxes are definitely uh, a place to sit. But there's really not a bad seat inside Minute Maid Park. You could buy an upper deck ticket for, what, 8 $10? And you could just you have a bunch of room in the upper deck. And tickets are pretty reasonable. You can get first base, third base, uh pretty close to the field for eighty hundred bucks a ticket, so that's not too bad. But if you were to ask me where should you sit, where should you buy a ticket, Crawford boxes reasonable prices, and it's uh you, it's a good a good advantage of everything in the field of play. And you can catch a home run. Like there was a a ball that was just belted Went right over our heads, right over the train tracks, and the roof was open, so it landed into the street, I'm pretty sure. So, transportation, we covered that. We covered the pregame. We covered the food, the drinks. Now, what to do after the ball game? You could go and visit those, you know, HTX Fan Tavern, Lucky's. There's home plate that stays open after the games. And here's a little advice, and I, I, I do this at concerts, I do this at the Toyota Center, I do this at Minute Maid Park. If you call an Uber or an, and a Lyft, don't expect the Uber and Lyft driver to be waiting right outside of Minute Maid Park. Like, it's a hassle for the Uber and Lyft drivers. I'm sure uh, if you are an Uber and Lyft, you, you respect this. Walk a couple blocks away from the stadium. Get away from the traffic. Uh, that's why I got five stars with Lyft. They give me discounts. Uber, I'm like a 4.8. I don't know what the hell happened. I think sometimes some girl puked in the back of my Uber, and they were not happy about it. It wasn't me. It was some girl that I was with. You owe me $120, by the way. So I usually walk to the Marriott. You can stop at Biggio's. That's a good place after the game to get some food, get some drinks. And then call the Uber and Lyft. It's much easier. You're not waiting around. You're not wondering where your Uber and Lyft driver is because they're sitting in traffic. So even at NRG Stadium for concerts or the rodeo, I usually walk. I walk to Kirby in Maine. There's like a Fiesta over there, a giant parking lot. That's where I usually go to call my Uber and Lyft. and. They're there in minutes, and then you're on your way. Now, some tricks of the trade inside Minute Maid Park. Like, for, for instance, they will cut you off after the seventh inning. They will stop selling uh, booze and liquor. Now, there's an exception to this rule, and they will do it. If the eighth inning starts and you're in line, no booze for you. You're cut off. They're they, they, they are not lenient on that. I remember standing in line, and the line was was pretty long. And I'm like, oh, man, oh, man, I got to get to this. Uh, I got to get get my beer before the eighth inning starts. And, like, I was the next person. And then, sure enough, the eighth inning started. They threw a pitch. And they're like, nope, sorry. No more booze. So I waited, like, 20 minutes for nothing. And at that point, I already had a little bit of buzz. And then I'm like, oh, no, my buzz. I'm going to lose it. I was not happy. However, if you are in the suites, uh, they do not stop serving after the seventh inning. Uh, they will go, I've seen them go as long as to the 10th and 11th inning. If it goes into extra innings, they'll always they'll be like one designated uh, place to buy booze that stays open. I've seen it probably, I think the 11th inning is the, the longest I've seen it be open. But if you're in the suites and you want booze, you're covered the entire game. So buying a suite ticket it's a little extra incentive if you want to drink after the bottom of the 7th inning. So hopefully that gave you some insight. If you were heading to a game uh, this summer, it is a fantastic place to watch a ball game. Sunday Fundays are my favorite. Uh, there's nothing like waking up hungover and then started drinking and, and going watching some baseball and and have a Sunday fun day at Minute Maid Park. If you have any questions, you can always reach me on Twitter, Insta, Snap. You can always reach out to me. If you want to go to a ball game, I can give you some advice at Tyler, the letter J Fry, F-R-Y-E. So Tyler, J Fry on Insta, Snap, and Twitter. That's a wrap episode three of All the Sidelines. Thanks for listening.